0: We are going to do a comps analysis of it using our FAST CMA. We're going to estimate the repairs and then calculate the offer. So we're going to kind of take it through from just finding a deal to making that offer. All right, so to do that, I'm going to go to our off-market leads. So these come in an email that is updated every day, Monday through Friday, with the new filings from the courthouses. Um, Hopefully the courthouses will continue with these filings. They are right now. Uh, You may have heard that the foreclosure auctions have been canceled uh, at least for April and likely May. Um, So that's gonna change a little bit the way you talk to somebody who's going into pre-foreclosure because they are going to have that extra time. So some of them might, you know, be less motivated right now, or some of them might be like, it doesn't matter. It's going to postpone it. I just want to get out of this and move on. So it's still good leads. Um, like I said, just going to change a little bit the way that you approach people. So the first one is probate and airship. We have the pre-foreclosure list. We have appointment of substitute trustee. That's kind of a pre -pre pre-foreclosure. Eviction notices, liens, tax sale list, delinquent taxes, code violations, loan modifications, divorces. So those are all the leads that we offer. And I'm going to focus on the pre-foreclosures today. I'm gonna pull up the April auction which usually it would probably be close to getting, close to being too late. Um, But now that this is postponed, it'll give you more time to go to these people if you'd like. Um, So here is the spreadsheet. So you would download this and then you can filter it, sort it, whatever you want to do with it. So you can see our columns. We have the date added to the spreadsheet versus the date it was recorded. It's usually within one to two days. Might be a little bit longer um, if there's a large number of filings on a certain day. So these were scheduled for auction at 10 a.m. on April 7th originally. So um that'll be interesting when these things this all blows over and we get that set. All those they'll probably have to refile, I would guess, or maybe they'll automatically change it. I don't know. We'll just have to
1: wait and see what happens that will be interesting all right then we've got the county the per- the person's first and last name the property address the information
0: about the property bed bath square footage garage pool year built on um, the square footage in year built you're going to keep those in mind When we go to do comps, you might need to enter that information. The trustee, if it does go to sale, that's who's handling it, Uh, the bank. And then here's probably the most important column here. This is an estimate of the equity that they have in the property. So that is based
1: on the original loan amount, the appraised or the assessed value,
0: Um, And then we just sort of do the math, assuming that they've been making their payments on time until the last six months or so. So this is just an estimate, but it can give you a good idea. You know, this property is only valued at 118,000. It only has 8,000 worth of equity in it, 7%. For most investment strategies, that's really not enough, especially if you're a beginner. You need something that has more equity than that. There are strategies you can make money off of those. Uh, Short sales is one of them.
1: But if you don't wanna do that, I would avoid that one and I would avoid this one. They're upside down. This one's
0: kind of 19% is kind of on the edge of what I would look at, but 55,000 means there's enough. It just depends on your criteria. Some people might look at this equity column here and say, I want to see at least 20% equity or 25% equity. Uh, Whereas others might look here and say, well, I want to make sure I can make at least 20,000 on the the flip. So, um, you know, it just
1: kind of depends on your strategy and what you're looking for. So let's find one here. That looks good. 55000 is not bad.
0: That's a four-bedroom, three-bath up in New Caney. And I'm going to look for one more in Houston here. This one's $74,000.
1: Uh,
0: 3 bedroom two-and-a-half-bath, 2,100
1: square feet. That's not bad. That's quite a bit of equity, actually, 42%. Uh, let's see, where are these at? Do they have a zip code they want? (laughs) Uh, let's go... Well, let's just take that one. I'm kind of doing a gamble here because I haven't looked at this property before. But it is, we want to keep track again.
0: Remember that's 2144 square feet. Ooh, that's built in 1939. I don't think I want to do a house that old especially without pictures so i'm going to pick another one that's a little bit uh, newer maybe this one built in 2004 a 71,000 worth of equity the three bedroom two bath 2175 square feet in 77067 i'm not sure where that's at but let's find out so i'm going to go over here to real estate iq Uh, when you log in we've got some heat maps here to tell you where the deals are. We've got MLS deal finder that would let you search the MLS and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks uh, with properties listed on the MLS It might become a better
1: source of deals than it currently is. Time will tell. So I'm going to click here on FAST CMA
0: and I'm going to go get that address. 1318 Hawks
1: Nest Drive, and I'm going to paste that in here. Here we go, look up. Now we always have to go here to please select. If this property had been
0: listed on the MLS in the last five years or so, it would show it.
1: Right here it would say sold on this date, pending on this date, whatever. This one is not then.
0: So I'm gonna go here and I'm going to enter the year built and the square footage off of here. So it was 2175, 2004.
1: Go back here, 2004, square footage, 2175.
0: Assuming this is not a townhouse. So now you see right here, we have a couple choices. Our ARV distance goes out a half a mile and it's going to choose comps that are more recent and close. The ARV subdivision is going to expand some of those parameters. It's going to go out a mile, and it's going to try to choose comps that have, that are in the same subdivision as much as possible. Or custom CMA would let you set your own parameters. So you could just say, here's how far I want to go back. Here's how far out I want to go. The default for all of these is 10 years plus or minus of the year built and 20% plus or minus of the square footage. So I'm gonna try the subdivision. I'm gonna click here on find comparables and that gave us nine sold, one active, two non-active, that would be expired or terminated and 11 leased. So that tells us that uh, there's a lot of leased properties in that area. And nine sold is a good number so I'm going to go ahead and run the CMA and here we go. So this property is coming up at 164,000 almost 165,000. That's the ARV that the computer's coming up with. So that's a good starting point Uh, but we want to dive into that a little deeper and make sure we agree with the comps that the computer chose. So this is green oak park. I would guess since this is .06 miles away this is section three.
1: That's comp number two. Let's check out the map. Zoom in just a little bit.
0: Now something to think about when we're doing these comps is I'm not sure what these lands are. It looks like maybe kind of industrial properties. Looks like this subdivision is kind of tucked into an industrial
1: or perhaps retail kind of area. I'm gonna zoom out for a minute and see what part of town this is in. Okay, so this is North Houston, north of Beltway and just west of I-45. So I'm gonna zoom back in. Alright, so we can look at the comps away from the map and I can click here
0: and see the basic information about it. If I saw something on the map that I didn't like as far as a comp, I could unselect it from here and the computer would take it out of the consideration. Um, but so far they all look good. I'd say that they're all close enough to be good in the same subdivision. Um, if i want to since we don't have pictures since this has not been listed on the mls i'm going to take the little google guy here
1: and see what this house looks like from the outside maybe let me try that again Hmm. google maps is not liking me right Okay, well, maybe I will try that later. I'm not sure why that's not going. It's
0: just the Google Map interface. So I don't know if Google's having troubles or what. So we'll try that later, I guess. But we can look at the houses around it. So this one, let's see. First thing I would look at is the price per square foot. Um, because if there's an outlier there that might be one we want to take out of the consideration. So this is $69
1: a square foot 71 65 85 that one's a little higher. Let's scroll over. 76 86 67
0: they're all fairly close 67 is the low end these ones that are white right here. That means the computer is not using them in the calculation of the ARB. Probably because of, right here is the recency. This one sold 189 days ago, 209 days ago. This one is more recent, but there could be another reason that the computer's not using it. We could dive in deeper and probably try to figure that out. So I might look at this and say, these two are recent, 125 days isn't bad.
1: These ones are more than six months ago. So I might just take these out for now.
0: That takes me up to 170 or almost 180, 180, 180,000. If I look just at these more recent ones, they're all priced a little bit higher. So that's good news as far as trends for that neighborhood. As well, so I'm looking at that. I can compare some other things here with these properties. Here is the list price. So this one was listed at 160, sold for 160 after only six days on the market. This one was only on the market for two days. So that's a pretty hot area. This one on a little bit longer, so we might want to look into
1: why. Um, Size wise, this one's a little bigger. These two are a little smaller. Uh, We can go here, click on this plus sign, and see the MLS details about it. Stunning home with spacious backyard.
0: Uh, Oversized kitchen, massive back patio. Uh, Beautiful home with updates galore, this one says.
1: That's what we like to hear in our comps, is that it's been updated. Uh, This one doesn't say much adorable one stories home sits on a corner lot. Bedrooms and living area flooring are engineered, wood and tile. So not too much there
0: so the other thing i want to do to evaluate these comps is go here to the photos since our property was not been on the has not been on the mls there are no photos of it but we can look at these comps this is especially important if you're going to flip it because you want to make sure that you rehab it to the neighborhood right because if you over rehab you're not going to get your price right if you are If you under rehab it, it's not gonna
1: sell very well. So you can look at this, I can do a quick scan of them this way. This one is only showing, oh, there's one of the inside. I can tell there, it doesn't look like
0: the kitchen has been updated. It's like laminate countertops. I'm gonna go ahead and click on this
1: one and see it a little bit bigger. You can see there's a little tile. Looks like uh, possibly wood floor, laminate. It's backyard, nice little gazebo in that one. Oh, well, that's a big corner backyard. Looks like shed. There's bedroom. They didn't replace the carpet oh sorry not trying to make you dizzy looks like laminate floor to me there's one of the bathrooms standard builder grade one-piece sink there there's the master good size master bedroom there's a the master bath separate shower oops and there's the kitchen so it looks in decent shape, but that's still the laminate countertop. So they didn't update that to the granite or anything either. And then they're back to the bathroom. So we'd kind of want to do that for each of the comps. Uh, this one I'm going to go through a little bit quicker here. Uh, darker looks like the same kind of something wood. Maybe I want to check out this kitchen here. Virtual staging. Gotta love that. There's the kitchen. They still left the laminate, although they did put in a tile backsplash. So that
0: upgrades it a little bit. The appliances are a little bit uh, upgraded here the usual shaker style cabinets a nice upgraded faucet so they put a few little upgrades into this one and this was the one that sold for the higher price so you know you don't have to go too crazy on it upgrading it that's a nice paint job <laughs> must have been a nursery nice big closet so what we'd want to do is we want to evaluate each of these comps and if One of these was really not fixed up, which from 2004, maybe we're not going to find that. And it's one that we were using. We can uncheck the box right here, and that would take it out of the consideration again and take it out of the calculation. So taking that one off made it 177 rather than 179.
1: So I'm going to go back and put that one in because I think it was a good one. All right, so we can also look at the other active listings on the neighborhood. There's one, and you can see the pictures of that one. That's they left the carpet, looks like they left the kitchen, has laminate. And so I can go back here to list. On that
0: one, they are asking 170. So I think 170 would be a conservative ARV. That one was a little bit smaller, so that's why this went up to 181, um, because it's on a higher square footage range. Okay, so I'm feeling pretty good about an ARV of, since that one's listed at 170, this one's 179. I'm feeling pretty good about that ARV, maybe want, might want to adjust it to 175 or adjust it a
1: little bit for this market. Um, So good the question came up if you have the comps you
0: need how can you capture the information so that was a very good question rodney so you can go right up here to report and share and this is going to let you pull together a report it's going to show whatever information you want to share in the report so if you're sending this to a you know business partner you can email this to a potential buyer if you're going to wholesale it or to a lender you can take out the information that you don't want it to include so for example i would take off the photos because there aren't any (laughs) there's one good reason there Um, so it tells you the comp price it gives you the mls information whatever's there here's the price per square foot average days on market estimated sold price and here's just the three comps that we left checked are the only ones showing up here, so active, and there's all of the least comps. So we could go through the least comps in the same way, choose the ones that we wanted to include in the report, and uh, do that before we create the report. So you can share that, you can download a PDF, you can share it with somebody by email. So I'm gonna go back, when you go back on the system, Always make sure you don't use the back button on your browser that you're using, that you're following this breadcrumb back here to the CMA. So I can go here to investment summary too and get the numbers on this. So this is 180,000 almost. If I go back to our pre-foreclosure thing, the estimated unpaid loan balance is 82,000. So I can put in. Let's say I'm going to pay this for. Let's say I'm going to buy this one outright. Subject to is always a better option if you can get it, um, but sometimes people might not be willing to do that. Subject to means subject to the existing financing. So here we are. I'm going to put in eighty-three thousand, and at that, it's a fifty-four percent discount. Now that doesn't include the repairs. So let's check out the repairs. I'm going to open another
1: window because I don't want to lose my CMA that I have right there. And then we go back in. If there's a lot of people at home on the internet. It seems to be going a little slower tonight. All right, tools and services. Here we go. We have a deal analyzer and a repair estimator calculator. So let's go to the repair estimator. And there's a uh, how to video on it that you can watch, but it's pretty simple. We are going to kind
0: of be guessing because we do not know anything about this house. Obviously you would be
1: talking to the owner and no, I don't want any of those. Okay. Here's the calculator. So I can enter the total square feet of the house, which was 2175. And this is going to adjust all these numbers based on the price per square foot. So this was built in
0: 2004. The roof would be 15 years old. I'm going to say no on the roof, although it might need a little bit of repair work. So if it is going to need maybe a little bit of repair work, maybe I'm going to change this to a one. Maybe it's going to need $2,000 worth of repair work. So to Tell it to put it into our numbers here. I'm going to go to use and I'm going to click here and say one. So one basically means yes. Zero means no, it doesn't need it. Foundation repair. I don't know. It's Texas foundation settle a lot. So I'll just say yes. Electric built in 2004. I doubt it. I doubt it needs plumbing. HVAC maybe Kevin and I just flipped a house and uh, the water heater, No, that's different, but the water heater was working fine. And then the guy moved out, shut off the gas. And when we moved in and shut it and turned the gas back on, it didn't work. And we
1: had to replace the hot water heater. So you never know what's gonna come up there. But I'll just say no. Uh, paint, pretty much always, right? Flooring. Pretty much always. Again, here you can adjust it. So this
0: is based on $3 a square foot. You can say, I know somebody that'll do it for 250 and I don't need as many square feet or something and it'll adjust it for you. If you wanted to put in hardwood floors, paint the exterior, I'm gonna say no. And then it itemizes
1: everything else for you. Electric per outlet, does it need a fence? Uh, window glass
0: only or the full windows, exterior doors, garage doors. Here's the hot water heater. This is based on average prices throughout Texas. So that said $1,400. We only paid, uh, we got ours replaced for $975. So I'm going to change it to $975 because I know what that number is. Bathroom remodel. It's a two bathroom, I'd say let's do some work in the master maybe, so uh, we'll
1: say yes, but only to one bedroom. Uh, Electrical panel, new wall. Um, Trash, lights and
0: hardware, you know, probably want to do some upgrades there.
1: Upgraded lighting can make a big difference. um Kitchen probably want to do a little work to the kitchen. Appliances we'll say yes. We don't really know. Um, but there we go. So let's just call it that. Let's say we've
0: got a thirty thousand dollar rehab. Notice this also puts in a ten percent grace budget. So this is for a uh, two thousand four. Um, it's probably you know. That might be more work than it's going to need, which is always good to add on the, to err on the side of caution. All right, so if we go back here to our slide, it showed um, right here, we're going to calculate our offer. The maximum allowable offer is 70% of the ARV minus repairs. So ARV stands for after repair value. That's what is that house going to be worth after you fix it up. So that's what our comps tell us. So from our comps, we decided to go with 180, 175, right? So I'm going to pull up. My menu disappeared here on the bottom of my screen. That was nice of it
1: for me. So I'm going to have to go here, sorry. There we go, so here's my calculator. So we're gonna go 70% times 175,000. And we're gonna subtract 30,000 in repairs. And that tells us we could offer
0: 92,500 for that house. So if those were the right that was the right idea of the repairs, you can go back to that owner who only owes 85,000 and say, I can give you 7,000 to move away and pay off your loan. And that would be a very reasonable way and you would kind of guarantee you would make money. The reason it's 70% is because out of that 30% that's left, about half of that is going to go to closing costs both when you buy it and when you sell it. And it's going to go to holding costs, which means paying for the electricity to stay on while the contractors are working, getting insurance on the property, paying for uh, interest on the loan, those kinds of things. So this 70% is what's recommended, especially for beginners, just to guarantee that you are going to make it, make a profit on that and not lose money on that deal. All right. So that's what we can offer. Um, We had a question uh, from Christian. When you initially speak with a property owner, do you acknowledge you are aware their house is in pre-foreclosure? And the answer to that is yes. I don't know how else you would uh, kind of get into the idea and some of them are kind of you know put out but it's public information it's a it's a public record of a pre-foreclosure so
1: anybody could find that out at any time um kevin pointed out to use the word distress
0: with that um so some people might some people might not say it's in foreclosure
1: or pre-foreclosure uh, that i've heard people say it's in distressed position or something like that. And then Herman said, how would you get in touch with the owner? So the old standard way was door knocking.
0: Um, I don't know if you wanna go out door knocking at this time. People might be glad to talk to you through the screen door from six feet away, or they might not answer the door. Um, so if that's the case, then your choices would be male, Email or calling them up. So, the way you would find the owner's contact information is through skip tracing. So, we do offer on demand skip tracing service, and you can get there from here from tools and services, or you can also go to our public website, which is realestateiq.co,
1: and you can search it here it's under tools here's
0: on-demand skip tracing so you don't have to have the rest of our service to use this and he says how much and the price depends on how many you're going to do so it starts off at five dollars for a one-time it really shouldn't say per month um it's just a one-time five addresses for five dollars or you could upload a list say from the pre you could take part of that foreclosure list and update it for 25 dollars per month up to 75 addresses up to 200 addresses for 50. so the more you do the cheaper it gets so this is really if
1: you're doing a lot this is really inexpensive compared to a lot of skip tracing companies we also have our premium package so our regular
0: package is what you see here on this spreadsheet. Our premium package, and I didn't finish showing you this pre-foreclosure spreadsheet, but if it had a loan modification had been done on the property, it would tell you that. Uh, here's the legal description, which is what a lot of uh, trustees use at the auction. They don't use the address, they use the legal description. Subdivisions, you could filter, sort it by subdivision if you wanted. And then we also have this column for if it's non owner occupied. So sometimes the person paying the mortgage is not the owner of record, or it might be a rental. So if those are the cases, uh, we tell you who the owner is. In this case, it's a P.O. box in Conrad, so that in Conroe. So that would probably be kind of hard to get a hold of them. Um, but if this were our premium email, And you keep going over here. There's going to be columns that have email addresses and phone numbers for them already. So if you get our premium package, this list and our top five come with the skip tracing already done. So the probate, the appointment of substitute trustee, the evictions, and the liens.
1: Those lists come with the skip tracing already done on our premium package. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.